This film is Lit, the podcast where we finally settle the score on one simple question. Is the book really better than the movie? I'm Brian. I have a film degree, so I watch the movie, but don't read the book. And I'm Katie. I have an English degree, so I do things the right way and read the book before we watch the movie. Look, some of us are lazy, alright? If by lazy you mean wrong. Prepare to be wowed by our expertise and charm as we dissect all of your favorite film adaptations and decide whether the silver screen or the written word did it better. So turn it up, settle in, and get ready for spoilers. Because guess what? This film is lit. It's a story that's synonymous with Christmas. It's been told and retold, adapted and readapted, and of course, Muppetized. It's a Christmas Carol, and this film is lit. That's right, welcome back to the 10th episode? Yes, the 10th. Of This film is lit. It's our second Christmas special. This one's an actual Christmas movie. Chronicles of Narnia is not really a Christmas movie. I mean, yeah. it kind of is. I guess Santa's in it, so it's close enough. We're joined once again. I say once again, if you listened to our Star Wars The Last Jedi review by our good friend Sam Pixley from Three Wise Radio and Life in General. Muppet enthusiast. <laughs> Muppet enthusiast. This is your first Muppet film, huh? Joke's on you. I don't care for the Muppets at all. I don't understand them. I don't understand the appeal. But now maybe I do a little more. A little more? We just finished watching The Muppet Christmas Carol, which won our viewer poll. Listener poll, not viewer poll. Yeah. We don't have viewers. Our listener poll, quite handily. And now we're going to break it down with our very first segment. And we get to be two-person playing this one, which is fun. Sam, you get to play <laughs> a little bit of the game. Bring it. Guess who? Okay, so I'm really excited for Guess Who this okay. week. Do you know how this works at all? Okay, so We Guess Who. Yeah, she's going to yeah. descri- use the character descriptions from the books, and then we have to try to guess which character oh, that's easy. in the film it is based on that. Sometimes, Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's not. Gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really excited for this one. Um, I don't know. Have either of you ever read any Dickens? Nope. I mean, maybe in class, like an <laughs> excerpt or something, maybe. Uh, I want to say yes, but the answer is <laughs> most definitely no. So Dickens really likes describing things. It's paragraphs and paragraphs of flowery description. So there's a lot of character descriptions for this okay, one. Perfect. He's just he describes shit like all over the place. Okay. Are these Especially from all food? of his books? Or no, just, this is just this from is just <laughs> the Christmas, just a Christmas Carol. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna. I don't even know. I, I was just going to try to name another Charles Dickens <laughs> book and then realized I couldn't. And I was like, well, never mind. Great expectations. I, was, I knew there was one with a name like that, but I couldn't remember what it was. I wanted to call it like The Great Journey, but I knew that wasn't right. And these are also not going to be helpful at all versus this movie. Because I Cause assume you're not going to say, hair of blue <laughs> with, a, with a nose the size of a banana. Yeah. I think Scrooge might be the only one we get. <laughs> but we'll see. Okay. To start. Okay. And remember, these are longer descriptions. All right, so give, me, give me a minute. <laughs> <clears throat> it was a strange figure, like a child, yet not so like a child as like an old man. 
viewed through some supernatural medium, which gave him the appearance of having receded from the view and being diminished to a child's proportions. Its hair, which hung about its neck and down its back, was white, as if with age, and yet the face had not wrinkled in it, and the tenderest bloom was on its skin. The arms were very long and muscular. The hands... Now we're going off a little bit from where I thought this was headed. The hands the same, as if its its hold were of uncommon strength. Its legs and feet, most delicately formed, were like those upper members, bare. It wore a tunic of the purest white, and round its waist was bound a lustrous bell, the sheen of which was beautiful. It held a branch of fresh green holly in its hand, and in singular contradiction to that wintry emblem, had its dress trimmed with summer flowers. But the strangest thing about it was that from that crown on its head there sprung a bright, clear jet of light by which all this was visible, and which was doubtless the occasion of its using, in its duller moments, a great extinguisher for a cap, which it now held under its arm. Wow. Quick, quick thing. <laughs> I would argue that a light illuminating something, not as strange as the giant muscular arms on this baby. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we got a little tiny old man baby. <laughs> and Benjamin the weirdest Button. thing, he was lit up. <laughs> he also glowed. Well, he's a ghost. That part's not that weird, Charles Dickens. <laughs> no, he has like, he's like a candle. He has like a flame coming okay. out of his head. And then he carries a candle extinguisher oh. as a hat. So it's, uh, what's this his name from the, Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> the French guy? The French guy, yeah. But, uh, what is his name? Lumiere. Lumiere, yeah, that's it. I mean, so, I, you you looked like you thought, and I was on the same page, assuming. R- right away, as the creepy, <laughs> creepy ghost or spirit of Christmas past. That was my guess. Or as t- you went or- on, as you went on, my only second thought was the ghost of Christmas present. Because of just the muscly arms, I don't know. <laughs> but but really, everything about that was said. Yeah, Ghost of Christmas. Because it was like a bunch of like counter like counterpoints. Like they'd be like they schemed really young, but yeah. also like really old at the same time. Like lots mm-hmm. of yeah, not juxtapositions, but lots of like counter and, things. And there was one particular line about how it um it looked like it was being viewed through like an ethereal plane or something. I don't remember what the exact line, but they said he said something about how it looked like you were viewing it through. Like, it wasn't there all the way. I thought there was a line. As there. if it were a spirit? Yes, yeah. Because the I, other ones seem more solid, but I don't know. I'm locking movie. in on Christmas Past. I'm locking in on Christmas Past, too. Okay, you guys are right. Yeah. Ghost of Christmas Past. <laughs> Scarier in the movie. <laughs> one for one. I don't know if that little baby <laughs> thing, instead of tiny little creepy if baby hands, big arms, giant arms. Goes to shake or grab his hand and a big arm extends out. <laughs> I think that might have been creepier than the little, I don't know, those little tiny baby hands were yeah. pretty terrifying. That descriptor but. did seem like a deformity, like a, like a pretty like jarring figure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, initially, right off the bat, it 100% sounded like the Ghost of Christmas Past, so... All right, one for one. Boom. Okay. Do I need to get another beer before you finish this one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. This is your introduction to Dickens. All right. That's every description is like that. Yeah. Everything he easier. describes. These, this game would be a lot easier if every author I know. Did that but keep in mind, that was the interesting one. Yeah. Like, if we're just going to get to people now, it's like, his hat was big. <laughs> the biggest part about his hat was that the top part was long. <laughs> Scrooge nailed it. 
The cold within him froze his old features, nipped his pointed nose, shriveled his cheek, stiffened his gait, made his eyes red, his thin lips blue, and spoke out shrewdly in his grating voice. A frosty rhyme was on his head and on his eyebrows and his wiry chin. A frosty rhyme? Yes. You want to say Tiny Tim. <laughs> that was the first thing that popped right in my head. was a little Tiny Tim and his cold heart. <laughs> well, <laughs> he doesn't have a great coat. It's true. Um, I mean, that's got Scrooge written all over yeah, it. Yeah, it does, but parts of it, I don't know. It seemed a little too, like maybe it's one of the Marleys or something. But the Marleys are dead immediately. Right? But we yeah, still see them. But you still see them. Like, but I would, imu- I would imagine would if like, there'd be like a, a ghostly visit. Yeah, 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 probably. Like, oh, yeah, and there's chains. And on there's them. chains. And, yeah. and chains, too. And all those chains. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I initially did think uh, Scrooge, but yeah, there was just a couple. It seemed a little too, like the blue mm-hmm. lips, I guess, because he was cold. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's no one it would be no. besides the Marleys or Scrooge, yeah. and I don't think that he would give that descriptor I agree. Without, without those points. I agree. First instinct, Scrooge. I'm locking in. Scrooge McDuck. Locking in. (laughs) Yeah, it's Scrooge. Two Two for two. two. Undefeated. (laughs) This game's easy. Oh, yeah. You're mad that we're getting it right. She was very pretty, exceedingly pretty, with a dimpled, surprised-looking capital face, a ripe little mouth that seemed made to be kissed, as no doubt it was, all kinds of good little dots about her chin that melted into one another when she laughed, and the sunniest pair of eyes you ever saw in any little creature's head. Although she was what you would have called provoking, you know, but satisfactory, too. Oh, perfectly satisfactory. You had me at ripe mouth. <laughs> that ripe mouth sentence <laughs> is terrible. <laughs> I, I do not like that. Ripe little, read that with just the ripe little mouth, whatever the couple words after that were. A ripe little mouth that seemed made to be kissed. Yeah, I don't like no that. As no doubt it as was. No doubt. Yeah, I don't like that at all. <laughs> I think Charles Dickens murdered that person <laughs> like, in real life. That's essentially like, you put that in today's content and it's just like, she's got a real pretty mouth. Real pretty little mouth. And I bet she's a little hussy. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Because uh, you know she is. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's the only one that probably... I mean, other than maybe his uh, nephew's girlfriend, but my guess would be... What's the the lady? Yeah, you're going to be a stickler and make us get the name right. I don't know her name. His young love. um, I'm not going to make you get the name. Her. He did love, but then he he didn't. Fiance that broke up with him. Locking it in. Yeah, yeah, it's that girl. It's not. It is is Fred's wife. Yes, it's Fred's wife. Nice. Who they name Clara for the movie. That's even. She doesn't get a name. Wait, I guess. But what is is the descriptor? I guess these are questions that I have for later about the book. (laughs) But is the book from his perspective? Well, that's we'll get to. Was that in the book? We'll get there. Yeah. When we have a segment later, I hope that was in the book. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, (laughs) you're a freak. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Uh, You mean is it from Scrooge's perspective? Like a Scrooge. Yeah, that, I guess you can answer that because that's not in my notes. Is the book from Scrooge's perspective? I'm just well, trying to get context of like, who was, was saying he that? just giving or descriptions just or was this in Scrooge's mind? Oh, there's a narrator. Okay, okay, okay. Cool. Okay. Perfect. Cool. That makes me feel better about everything <laughs> that just happened. If the narrator was Scrooge, that's a real creepy, yep. <laughs> real creepy <laughs> <sentence> <laughs> description. One more. Mm hmm. 
It was clothed in one simple, deep green robe, or mantle, bordered with white fur. This garment hung, hung so loosely on the figure that its capacious breast was bare, as if disdaining to be warded or concealed by any artifice. Its feet, observable through the ample folds of the garment, were also bare, and on its head it wore no other covering than a holly wreath set here and there with shining icicles. Its dark brown curls were long and free, free as its genial voice, its sparkling eye, its open hand, its cheery voice, its unconstrained demeanor, and its joyful air. Girded about its middle was an antique scabbard, but no sword in it, and the ancient sheath was eaten up with rust. Christmas present. Yeah, ghost of Christmas present. Yeah, it's the ghost yeah. of Christmas present. I like that he has a sword, or scabbard, but no sword. Yeah. There's a story there. He gave that life up long ago. A little ago. story. Yeah, I like that he's bare-chested, because they clearly chose to take that out of the movie. He, did, he could be bare-chested. Bare I mean, he just has his robe. He's got his robe. just covered in, like, chicken grease <laughs> and red chest hair. Mm, tasty. Glorious red chest hair. As we know, grease and chest hair pair so well together. <laughs> mm-hmm. Was that it for Gisu? Yeah, that was it Three for, for four. Too. Not bad. Not too bad. It could have been better. could have been worse. Well, so now you guys have had a, a small primer on Dickens' yes. descriptive wizardry. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole book is like that. The whole thing. The it, whole thing. It's is only like 160 that. pages. Like 60 of them have to be character descriptions. <laughs> he describes everything that way, though, That's, like yeah. with that level of detail well, that, and that, attention. That makes sense because honestly, like I was a little thrown off because I don't remember. There's no. This story's not that long. No, no it's even not. to be that long, like that many pages, it's, it's yeah. Yeah, and it's I know a little I didn't over hundred pages. Read the book, I can't. But I know this story. I can't remember how I know this story, other than like if it's just like lots of different pop culture. Yeah, I think you, that's you, you know it by cultural time. osmosis. And that's yeah. it. Yeah, that and I surely did not read that. No, <laughs> I mean you've probably seen bits of Scrooge. You've probably seen bits of this or of this one. You've seen bits of. Uh, the George C. Scott one was one of the ones you talked yeah. about. Too. Uh, there's this Patrick Stewart one that was big in the 90s. That's the one I, I saw. I think I remember that. Yeah. See, yeah. She had never heard of that I've one. I had never heard of it. There's a, a Disney cartoon with Mickey Mouse and Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, there's a, there's a billion versions yeah. of it. Yeah. So. That's, that's definitely what it is. I yeah. like that cultural osmosis. Yeah. <laughs> cultural osmosis. No, but he it's not just character descriptions. He does that with everything, but especially characters and food. Yeah. Like Ooh. his food descriptions, I have only read better food descriptions in Redwall books. Oh, yeah. Did y'all ever read? I didn't read Redwall, Red Wall? but I, I know of it. I've heard yeah. it. it's very good. I think it's about mice. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. It's like a fantasy book with yeah. mice in it or something, or yeah. I don't know, something like that. Um, anyways, that was it for Guess Who. Time to move on to the first of my segments. Was that in the book? All right, there's, I have so many things for that. Uh, my first one, and we kind of touched on this, but uh, so in the film, this, this is narrated essentially by Gonzo playing Charles Dickens. Right. Is the narrator in the book Charles Gonzo? No, is it Charles Dickens or is it narrated by a just a? I mean, it it's an omniscient narrator. Okay. And they never say that it's Charles Dickens, 
I suppose you could consider it to be Charles Dickens since he is the author and yeah. therefore the storyteller. Yeah. But they never it's there's no like, hi, I'm Charles yeah. Dickens and or, I'm hi, here to I'm tell not you. Charles Dickens. Yeah. <laughs> um but you know we talked about in the prequel episode that Charles Dickens used to perform yeah, this. Yeah. So potentially that style of telling Inspired it in the movie him. is a reference yeah. to the way that he used to give um, public readings. Yeah, we talked about he used story. to do like big public readings where he would like have characters and or he would like he would, do, he would basically perform yeah, it. Yeah, perform it by himself as like yeah. a one man show. <laughs> So one man shows are usually terrible. <laughs> People loved it. Yeah, he they made ate it up. I remember that number he said, but he did an American tour and he yeah. made he made like a million of, dollars. Like a million dollars on tour. He was like a, a rock chain. star yeah. of the day. Actually, you know what? I think that could be like with the right talent, it could be feasible to if you just play Scrooge and also that'd be hard. To, actually, that'd be really hard to do. You I don't because you'd have to like describe. Yeah. What you're seeing, but also play off of what you're yeah. seeing. I don't know how much acting it was, or if it was more of like he was reading like an like, audio book, yeah, like kind reading of thing it where you're with doing voices. the voices, yeah. and that sort of, you know what I mean, yeah. like that sort of thing. Like but he had, um, that makes more he sense. Had a, yeah. Infinitely more sense. <laughs> He's not like, all right, and pause, and then goes over here. It's like two, Whoa, two seconds. Of all right, all right. Oh, I'm so scared. <laughs> that would be good. Than that, I like that. We need to make that version of it where one guy jumps back and forth and does all that. That'd be fun. Mm. All right. Christmas um, is coming. Did you have some one, Sam, or did you? Um, I guess because mine I was yeah. any any sense because there was a lot of humor in this because obviously yeah. Muppets like the, and there were occasionally jokes that weren't obviously like Muppet jokes, but in the Christmas Carol or uh, yeah mm-hmm. Christmas Carol, there's not really any comedy. Is there any comedy? Oh, well, there's humor. Is there humor? Yeah. Or is I didn't know if it was it was just like just solid. No, there's there's definitely humor no, to it. Humor. I mean, and Dickens has kind of a a humoristic style. Yeah. Like the the way that he phrases things mm-hmm. is often funny. Yeah. Okay. So there is some humor throughout. Yeah. Oh, I actually have a, a reference to a specific couple jokes later in my was mm-hmm. that in the book that we'll talk about. But um so the next one I have cuz it was a big thing early and I I, I just want to know how they did it in the book, I guess. Is that so we get hit with the song like right off the bat. Uh, of Mr. Scrooge or whatever it's called. Um, yeah, the Mr. Scrooge song at the yeah. beginning. And where all the town just sings all of his flaws to the audience and tells us everything that's wrong with him. Like, how do they s- establish his character in the book? Or is there an equivalent of, like, the town being like, man, he's the worst. He's greedy and mean and old and hates everybody and stingy. Um, <laughs> like, well, I mean, the or do we just the get narrator it? tells us okay. a lot about him that we need to know right off the bat and there's other stuff you learn as the story goes on yeah but um you know right off the bat the narrator kind of tells us well he's you know kind of a dick yeah so the narrator kind of yeah. acts in that sense yeah. where instead of a song obviously because that's what i was wondering because i was like well you get so much information about out like out of this song mm-hmm. like what's going on who he is what his deal is that and if there are no songs <laughs> in the book or in the book which there obviously aren't i just wasn't sure how they did it so i would imagine that it'd be pretty based off of the descriptors that you read us earlier it wouldn't be that hard for him to next paragraph just eloquently no. yeah. terrible yeah. this guy is no not hard at all yeah. <laughs> all right um the jokes we'll just talk about this so uh, piggybacking off the jokes or what how much humor is in it I have two specific ones that mm-hmm. I want to know. If we probably they, have the same one. Probably. <laughs> well, at least one of them. But I know that... Okay, so my first one... 
uh, does this line happen? So when the the Marleys come mm-hmm. and they're like, ooh, okay. <laughs> and they're like, you'll be visited by three ghosts. And then Michael Caine says, can I meet them all at once and get this over with? Is that line in? Yes, it is. It is. Nice. <laughs> a request to wrap it up. <laughs> I love that. Because it's a great line and it's, it's a good, good punchline. Or, you know, just a little joke in that moment. And I just wasn't, yeah, that's awesome that it's actually in the... In the novel, is it the exact same line, or does it um, say? No, it's not exactly the yeah. same, but it's it, the same, yeah. same gist of "Can we just do it all at once?" Nice, <laughs> I like that one. I have one <laughs> other one for that. I have, I do go for it. Uh, so I have a line. I can't even remember who he's talking to. I think it's maybe them still, the Marleys still. But there's a line where he's like trying to get back at the ghost and saying, "Oh, you're not that. You're not that scary. You're more gravy than grave." <laughs> That is, in, is the it book. in the book. Good. I love that. Line. <laughs> yeah, that's a good line too. I actually almost wrote that one down. <laughs> You're more grave than grave. I, I was because I w- I was almost going to ask that, but then the follow up line that the guy says made it seem. Oh God, what does the guy says something after that? He's he says something about like oh the puns are great today or so. I don't. He says something about puns or yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that was not in the book. Yeah. Okay. I was like that line probably. <laughs> but that sounded like almost a nod towards yeah. it being clearly from the book. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, like that yeah. line almost clarified that that line was in the book when he's like, "Yeah, but oh, I mean, that's pun. that is that's the kind of humor that's in this book. Yeah. It's kind of the, like witty, you know." Yeah, I assume that line to the literary nerds is like, "When I see Captain America's shield yeah. and Iron Man, I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh look at that!" And you're like, "Oh, gravy yet grave. <laughs> Zing bang boom. Well played. <laughs> All right, I have one more uh, of the jokes, and it was my favorite moment in the film that I had not noticed before. Uh, and probably like my favorite, the funniest moment in the film to me overall was when the, and I'm sure this isn't in the, this doesn't really make sense, but, um, <laughs> to be in the book, but we're going to ask it anyways, just so we can talk about it. Uh, when the, <laughs> when the ghost of Christmas future points to his tombstone and, <laughs> and then, and then Michael Caine coyishly points at a different tombstone, like this one. And he's like. Mm. <laughs> just kind of like a couple short steps are like oh here uh, oh yeah no 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 oh. are you sure you sure is that this is that is there that gag in the no that's okay. not in the book <laughs> but it, that is definitely like a visual sort of yeah, joke it, it, it would be yeah. hard to do in a book yeah. form i just it was such a funny moment i don't think i'd ever noticed it watching that movie before i honestly don't think i'd yeah. ever noticed it either it's very <laughs> low-key yeah it's low-key those key. are some of the best jokes yeah, yeah it's low-key and it seems almost like something that like michael kane just did on the day probably he I, was just I, like, I really hope he did ad-lib that that would make <laughs> it so much better it's really funny though what was his old job because in this one it was a rubber chicken factory <laughs> and i i just doubt it um he did work for it's fezzy wig in the book, which they changed to Fozzie Wig. So that, that I mean, was that makes sense. That, that was that, the a name. Happy I don't think is what he's questioning. But <laughs> the, um, the product. I, I'm gonna have to go back and look because <laughs> okay, go I, for it. A lot of times they don't actually say like he just like, worked for old man Fezziwig or he's, whatever. He's a businessman. Yeah. Can we? Is, I think it's safe to assume that if he did sell rubber chickens, <laughs> you would you immediately would have been like, "Yes, that's correct." <laughs> I think you would remember. That's probably fair. But yeah, that's probably fair. Oh, yeah. Hold on, let me. Uh, you can look for a second. If... Um, you know what I did remember? Now that you just said Fezziwig, I assume this is a reference to it. Uh, there's a Sam Adams beer called yep, Fezziwig's Fezzy, Fezzy Ale. Yep, or Fezziwig's Ale. Yeah, yeah. Fezziwig's. Yeah, it probably is a reference. Yeah, I never it really is. realized. It's really good. It is beer. good. It's interesting, but I never I put together what it was from. Thing. What is? Well, she's looking that up. Mm-hmm. What is? 
uh, Scrooge is he a like a does he own properties? Is he a banker? Is he's he a, a lender. loan shark. Yeah. He's, he's a, a lender. He's yeah, a he's basically lender. a loan shark. He's a money lender. He lends money when the people mi- miss out on their payment. He yeah forecloses on their home. What a dick. He gives yeah. he gives mortgages. Yeah, basically. Yeah, he's just yeah. a lender. Was Bah Humbug a thing coined by him? I don't was that know. something no. people said? No. It was a thing Go already? on there. Okay. Open up a new tab. You can okay. summoned. <laughs> or am I typing Bah Humbug? Um, <laughs> what am I doing? An go origin to story. The type in ATY. Etymology that? Online. Okay. Yeah, look up Humbug. Oh, okay. It means something. It was a word before. Like this He's... book. This book has cemented it in our language. But beforehand, it was, but beforehand it was. When was this book from? Yeah, <sighs> roughly eighteen something. 1860s. Okay, sixties. Humbug, seventeen fifty one. Student slang for trick, jest, hoax, imposition, deception of unknown origin. Also appearing as a verb at the same time, deceived by false pretext. Well, I mean, when he Makes says it, he's saying he's basically saying Christmas is a joke. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. Ah, this is a big. This yeah, is it's a big the, ruse. There's that. no point in it. Yeah. Yeah. My last one um, for was it in the book is uh, at the end. Does Scrooge drop a sick prank on Bob Cratchit and make him think he's there to like fire him, and then like you got punked, um, you get a raise? Yes, he does. He does, but I'm not going to go into detail about it because I want to talk about it later for better in the movie. Okay. okay, cool. Works for me. I have one more. All right, and I believe this is true. Um, but it was just a creepy scene because I don't like that spider. But do do like did people just like break into his home and steal his shit to sell? Yeah, that scene's that totally scene's in the book. Similar. Not with a giant spider. I but. Would <laughs> totally in the book. It's completely out of nowhere. It's the giant <laughs> spiders buying items from street urchins. It's fantastic. All right, good to know. <laughs> spider is creepy. It's creepiest Muppet I've ever seen. That's, a, that's saying a lot for this film, because there are a lot of creepy goddamn Muppets. But that doll does not count as a Muppet. Okay. Well, those little weird singing beady-eyed yeah. fuckers do, and they were pretty creepy, the too. Babies. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like them, either. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's it for, was that in the book? And most of it was, actually. It's pretty faithful. Just slightly changes here and there. We're going to move on to Lost in Adaptation. have one for this because it's not really hard to follow there's nothing confusing there's not really plot holes and that sort of thing so the only one i have and this probably could have easily have been in was that in the book but um at the end when the Mm -hmm. ghost of christmas future is there uh does scrooge take so long to realize what's going on that he's the one who's dead slash do they is it implied because it's pretty obvious that he is eventually at least at some point um, he knows, but is bargaining, yeah. you know, sort of refusing to acknowledge the fact that it's him. And I was wondering if there's an allusions to that in the book or whether or not he just immediately like kind of realizes it's him or how that's played. I mean, it plays out pretty much the same way in the book where he's like kind of denying it, but you get the feeling that, that he knows. He, knows. he, he just, knows. Doesn't wanna, he doesn't just yeah, he doesn't want to acknowledge it. Yeah, that's fair. That's kind of what I... I thought I just I didn't know if like because since there is a narrator if there was like the narrator's mm-hmm. like and Scrooge knew his fate but would not accept it <laughs> like if that sentence was in there or, or if it was uh just sort of implied by his actions and what he's saying the latter yeah okay cool mine was for a ghost of Christmas present 
seemed like Scrooge just turned things around real quick. Does he have that strong of a reaction? I mean, he goes <laughs> yeah, to you're like right. being like, oh man, yeah, those were good times. Please stop showing me stuff. Oh, you're a very big man. Look at how much fun everyone's having. Dancing and everything. <laughs> oh, they all hate me, but look at how much fun they're having. And then as he leaves, he's like, no, I'm a changed man. Like, we don't need to see the creepy guy. Like, we're good. We're good. Is there that quick of a just like turn around? Or is he more angry? Um, well, in the book, there's a little bit more character development when he's with the ghost of Christmas past. Okay. So, like, I feel like in the movie it maybe doesn't necessarily come through, but with the ghost of Christmas past, you start to see him really, like, regret the way that he lives his life. Like, and this is another thing that I wanted to mention later, but I'll just hit on it now. The book is pretty on the nose with it, with, like, letting us know that he regrets the things that he's done. Um, And then that regret starts to bleed through to um, things that he's done very, very recently. Mm -hmm. Like, um, in that first scene when he's at the office, um, and the little, in the movie it's a rabbit, but it's a little boy in (laughs) the book. He comes, knocks on the door, and he's singing a Christmas carol, and Scrooge tells him to go away. Uh Um, That's in the book. And then later on, when he's with the ghost of Christmas past, he, when he sees himself as a kid, um, he you know he starts to get really like melancholy, and he's like, "Oh, there was a, a boy at my office earlier, and I kind of wished I had given him something." Right. Um, so you you start to see that come through in a little bit more of an obvious way. So then when we get to the ghost of Christmas present, and he starts to actually feel joy. Yeah. At what people are doing, it makes a little more sense. Yeah. So then why he's then shocked again when people are just like shitting on him. <laughs> <laughs> Which that scene, I assume, I didn't even ask it because I just assumed the scene where his nephew and his nephew's wife just like... Play yes or no. Play yes or no. Yeah. Or 21 questions, basically. <laughs> that scene is in the book yeah, and they're like, hey, Scrooge is the worst. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so there's a little more subtle transition. Because yeah, you're right. In the In the movie, in that first... With the gross ghost of Christmas past, it's mostly just him being like, "I don't want to see this. This sucks. Yeah. This yeah, is the worst." It makes me remember. Yeah. but like, like, yeah, that was my. Fa- I don't correct me if there's a different segment for this, but maybe it explains it more in the book. Do we ever get an idea of why, as a child, he was even like this? Like, what started him this on this? Because we never get like we never get like a what started him on this path. It's just like as a little kid, he was like, "Fuck it off, leave me alone." Um, yeah, not really. Um, it's a little bit different in the book. He stays at school in the book. Like, they kind of imply in the movie that he stays at school over the Christmas holiday because he wants to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in the book, there's an implication that he doesn't go home because his family doesn't want him to come oh, home. See, so that's that an interesting... That would do yeah. something. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Like, but, but I guess not every villain has to have, like, a, yeah. a sad story as to why yeah. he became that. Yeah. But that would actually make sense. Or it's a good character, you know, background mm-hmm. motivation for her. And I and there's it's more um more pointedly addressed too in the scenes with his previous love, um, that he's been very corrupted by like 
money and money. ambition and greed. Yeah, they did only get two yeah. scenes. No. Oh, hello. Oh, hey. Well, you actually, <laughs> we didn't watch the extended version. Yeah, that's true. Of well, because it was only the yeah, the, the, yeah you only get it the in full short <laughs> the short little um, part where his girlfriend breaks up with him in the extended version. She sings a whole song, and oh. it's like super sad. I think we made the right choice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, awesome. I I don't love the song, admittedly, but um, I will say that. It does flesh out that scene and it gives it a little more emotional weight. Yeah, sure. Most That's songs. true. <laughs> well, and it's because you're right. It is like we they meet yeah. and then she's like, well, we're done here. <laughs> you used to love me between this scene and the last. <laughs> we're done here. Um, yeah, because that was I actually forgot that he didn't like Christmas when he was a kid or like that was mm-hmm. part of it. I thought it all for some reason in my head, I had it all hinging on that moment. The reason he didn't like Christmas was because his his fiance left him like during Christmas or whatever, mm-hmm. and so like he he just from that point on yeah, he like became a curmudgeon. But I forgot he was like a little shitter all just, his whole life. just a person that <laughs> didn't have a priority. Straight <laughs> uh, perfect. All right, uh, I think it's time for your segments because I'm all out of lost or of uh, lost adaptation. Or was that in the book? So it's time for which one do we do first? Better in the book. We did that first? Yes. All right. Better in the book. Okay, so we already touched on, we get a little bit more of his backstory in right. the book. Yes. Um, we also get to meet his sister. He has a, he sister. Has a sister. Well, there you go. He has a nephew. Well, duh. Hey, boom. Well, they said only living. Only really living relative. Yeah, she's dead. <laughs> he has well, a then. dead sister. Everybody's dead back then, Sam. <laughs> So we meet his in like one of the ghosts of Christmas. Yeah, in past. the ghost of Christmas okay. past, we see that makes his sense. sister. <laughs> it's his sister. Um, so in the movie, he goes straight from school into his apprenticeship. Yeah. yeah. Um, and in the book, his sister comes to get him from school to say, um, "Oh, our, our parents want you home now." And he's like, "Really?" And she's like, "Yeah." And they're totally not going to send you off to be an apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're totally going to love you and everything. It's going to be great. Come on. <laughs> this won't send you to the path. <laughs> this really won't uh, be the cause for like a really crazy midlife crisis where you see a bunch of ghosts or anything. <laughs> this will be great. So, uh, sorry, sorry. So, was that what you liked better in the book? Was that that moment happens? that he has a sister <laughs> or had? I mean, I always think it's interesting to get a little more backstory. Yeah, yeah, know? with that sort of thing, it, it does add another element of. Uh, so I assume the idea is that he goes home and then his parents send him away to an apprenticeship. Yeah. So it's another added layer of yeah, of, of him being alone rejection. and rejection, rejection and, yeah, and, and, yeah. and distrust of other people and that sort of thing. <laughs> I see where Bah Humbug <laughs> started to have its origin. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome home. Get out. Um, I want to talk about a couple things that they cut. Okay. Um, so the ghost of Christmas presents is in general um, kind of sassy in the book. That like, little baby thing? No. No, present. Oh, present. Sorry. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the big, yeah, big yeah, yeah. beard yeah. man. Yeah. Rotund. Yeah. yeah. Big guy. Um, there are a couple moments where he, like, drags Scrooge. He fucking drags him. Drags him around to by a scruff. <laughs> 
Was he, is he hesitating or is he is he like I don't want to see this? He's like, come like, on, no, no, not not drags. Like, oh, like the modern like, like slang the, yeah, term like of, the drags. Slang sense ah, of drag. Like the internet okay. sense. I yeah. was, me and Sam were both like <laughs> picturing were, a giant you Muppet. You were both behind on <laughs> come the on. times. <laughs> I would have liked talking, to see. We're talking Dickens here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would have loved to see that old dude dragging Michael Caine around. That giant weird Muppet man. Um, so you know the moment in the movie where he throws Scrooge's words back at him and says if he's going to die, he better do it and yeah, decrease yeah, the surplus yeah. population. He does similar things like a couple more times yeah. in the book and just like pretty much lets him have it um, for, you know, being himself. For being Scrooge. Yeah, for being <clears throat> Scrooge. Um, so that was interesting to read. A lot of it was pretty funny. So some of the humor elements of him yeah. just like fucking roasting. He's like the most compelling ghost. He is kind of the most compelling ghost. He's the most yeah. interesting, which is one the most interesting one to yeah. read. Yeah, yeah. Well, he has the most to say. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. in the movie, he's just kind of bouncing around. Yeah, he's like, hey, yeah. This is great. But no, he's not like just jolly all the time. In the book. In the book. Um, actually, another thing that they cut um, is ignorance and want. Is that a different? I don't know what that means. I mean, so, I know what those words mean. But I don't know. <laughs> so there's the a point um, near the end of his time with the Ghost of Christmas Present, where um, he opens his robe and, like, sitting around his feet are these two like starving beggar children. Oh, okay. And he asks him. This, Scrooge says, "Are they yours?" And he says, "They're mankind's." The boy is called Ignorance, and the girl is called Want, and they'll be your undoing or something like that if you don't, like, see to their welfare. Right. So he hits him with some harsh truths. Yeah. He, is that, that that's basically what the Ghost of Christmas Present does, in a sense, is he hits him with some harsh truths. Yeah. That would have been really compelling. From yeah. the, well, just to like see this jolly, jolly yeah. guy, and yeah. it's like living in the moment, in the present, like enjoying everything, yeah. and then also being like, oh yeah, like, and, like you also got all this stuff. I don't, I don't necessarily know that it would fit in a Muppet version. <laughs> you can make some story. little Muppets, <laughs> but it is like it's a kind of a dark, powerful moment yeah. in the yeah. story overall. It's funny when you mentioned it because uh, I'm sure it's been done in some of the other versions. Yes. I I feel positive because you, you as soon as you said that I remembered It's definitely that, in the I, George C. Scott I version. I think it's also in the Patrick Stewart yeah. version because I vividly remember that visual of that happening and that yeah. moment and like being like whoa like and so it stuck with me enough even though it wasn't in this one which is probably the one I've seen the most. Yeah, that that's a they they wanted him to be a big, friendly, happy, uh, yeah, redheaded giant. So I mean, the other two ghosts are pretty creepy. So. I think it would have been great. If, not great. It would have been terrible. But just like real hard truths. If it's like the same big muppety redheaded giant, and then that scene happens, and it's like two actual thin ass little human beings, Jeez. like like not muppets, like real people, like <laughs> like that would have been intense, real intense. Would have been an interesting choice. <laughs> Um, one last thing that they cut, um, when Scrooge is with the ghost of Christmas future, mm -hmm. he asks him, he asks the ghost to show him someone who feels emotion caused by, and he says this man's death, but he knows it's him. Right. He knows. Give me somebody who um, cares. Yeah. Give me somebody who feels some emotion over this. <laughs> and the spirit shows him a young couple who had a mortgage through him and are happy to no longer owe him that mortgage. Nice. That's great, though. That's great. <laughs> nice. 
That's good writing. Like, yeah. That's a solid burn. Yeah. yeah. It's real good. It's, you get what you ask for. Yeah. And again, I, that's another one that, listen, you say that, I think I remember from one of the other versions that I've seen of it where I think I remember him yeah. doing that and being like, oh, these yeah. people are real, ha- are real, were real touched by your life. That's more compelling, <laughs> actually, than what you got in this one. Because, yeah, you got people that were like, you had those pigs that were just like, ha, ah, he stinks. I wouldn't go hang out with that guy unless there was a free lunch. And you have the other people who just robbed him. But to actually have yeah. somebody that feels like joy yeah. at your yeah. demise joy. is an extra yeah. yeah, because I mean, they're basically like, Their lives well, are we, we don't know who dead. our mortgage is going to go through now, but at least it's not <laughs> this fucker. It won't be this guy, and if we're a day late or a day and a penny late, we, he won't take our house from us. So that's good. Awesome. Is that it for better in the book? Yeah, that was it for better in the book. All right. Moving right through. Time for better in the movie. So in the book... Right after the scene with Jacob Marley, which, by the way, you guys didn't mention this at all. There is only one Marley uh, in the book, right? Uh, you know that. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> they it made it. Sense. They made it two so that they could, they use, could those use specific the critics characters. Or whatever, yeah. But I always liked. Um, huh. They named that's Jacob Marley in the book, so they named the other one Robert. Is that a joke? Bob Marley. Oh man. Those Hensons. Those Hensons and their jokes. Crazy kids. (laughs) I'm sure he's credited as Bob Marley in the credits. They didn't stick around that long, but I'm sure that's what it was. Clever. (laughs) Um, So anyway, right after the scene with uh, Jacob Marley, there's a scene where Scrooge looks out the window and he sees a bunch of other ghosts that are like dragging their chains around. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's interesting. I don't know how well it would have translated into film. It's kind of like an extra layer of yeah. the same message that we yeah. don't necessarily need. There. In the book, so is, was cutting that out better? Yeah, oh, okay, I, I didn't. Sorry, I didn't get what the better in the movie better. part was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just a smarter so they, choice. Yeah, they yeah. cut that, and I think that was a good choice. Gotcha. And okay. in the book, he gets wrapped up in some chains too, right? They like start to put chains on him. Or no, I don't think so. Because so. okay. he does get some chains on him in the. Yeah. Movie. Well, it's a musical number. It is a musical number. He's got to get wrapped up in chains for. The whole <laughs> he does quickly get them off. He's kind yeah. of just he's like, like no, yeah, that's this, enough of get these. Get this off of me. <laughs> oh, the, the the dance number. That's like the word. I I actually hate that song, the Marley and Marley song. I I don't know why. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of it. Something. I about hate it. the part where they go whoa. Yeah, I, but I like the rest. I don't of it. like it. I, I don't care for any of those songs. <laughs> oh, I love. I love. Uh, it is the spirit of the season. That song. I like that one a lot. And then like the final one the, um, mm-hmm. that uh, Michael Caine sings like as he's going around, which is a different song. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but I like those two. Other than that, I don't really care. I think I just didn't know it was a musical, so I wasn't prepped. <laughs> yeah. Unprepared. Yeah, it's fair. Um, what else is better in the movie? Um, okay, we already talked about Scrooge's character development. Um... There's a scene in the book where Scrooge sees Belle with the man that she ultimately married and her family. It's a ghost of Christmas past scene. Mm-hmm. Um, again, interesting, but I think the but movie was right to cut it. Okay. It's, it's whatever. Yeah. 
It's interesting because I could see actually be see that being a pretty well. I guess we just know that that happens. We don't really need to see it, and we like, didn't yeah. put much emphasis on her. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Maybe if she had had her whole music number in the movie, and then you <laughs> then could do we that. To see. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. She's in it for five seconds, and nobody cares. Yeah. Um, okay, so earlier we put a pin in the prank that he plays on Bob. Pratchett. Yes, yeah, you said yeah. come and back to wanted, that later. Yeah, you wanted to know if that happens. It does, okay. but in the book, he doesn't go to his house on Christmas Day and like bring his family a feast. Ah. He sends them a turkey. Oh, okay. He sends it to their house, um, but then the next day when Bob Cratchit comes to work, he's like, oh, you're late. And makes him think that he's going to fire him. And then he's like, but I'm going to raise your salary. Ta-da! Ta-da. <laughs> so it is. So he does the exact same prank. Yeah. He just does it the day after Christmas. Yes. Instead of doing it at his door. I was yeah. hoping you were going to say, here's what the prank actually is. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I, I like... him for the turkey. <laughs> yeah. I like the way it plays out in the movie a little bit. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And it's, a, it's a much more satisfying yeah. like moment and big finale. and Because yeah. they can do a musical number all together and you whole get towns together. huffing and puffing around. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's a better moment, whereas the the, the, the other way kind of almost seems more like a denouement. Yeah, like, it's like an afterthought, yeah. almost. Yeah. Um, but in the, in the book, he spends Christmas Day with his nephew and wife, oh, though. Well, so I guess I that would be nice, nice, too. But yeah. they are there yeah. at the feast. Yeah. It's not like everybody. Everybody. All of London. As we discussed, he may have gotten the biggest turkey, but not quite that big of a turkey. I don't think they're feeding the whole town with that thing. Yeah, that is true. It's London, so that's a lot of London. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of people. Is that it for yeah, better in the movie? that was all I had. All right. If we have any other, let's uh, hit some general discussion. If we have any other small notes we want to discuss before we get to the final verdict. Yeah, let's do First it. off, both Tiny Tim related. <laughs> a, what is his affliction? Okay, so the book never Tininess. never actually says... Um, he's got a cough. He's got, he's got a limp. Actually, a lot of scholars um, uh, theorize that maybe it was rickets. Yeah. I think the other one, I looked it up the other day. It was rheumatoid fever, maybe. I also, um, is rickets the one where you don't have enough vitamin C? No, that's No, that's scurvy. scurvy. <laughs> What's Ricketts then? I don't know. I I just know that word. All right, I got a computer. You're right. It sounds like something where you got the shakes, but I don't think that's right. But yeah, he's got like he's his lungs are weak. He's got a cough. He limps. He walks with a cane. uh, It's it's softening and weakening of the bones in children, usually because of extreme and prolonged vitamin D deficiency. Whereas scurvy is vitamin C deficiency, Mm. I believe. So it's similar. So it is something that could be cured with money. Yeah, yeah, it could actually. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, which makes sense because yeah, if it's something like polio, like uh, and especially (laughs) like if he's young enough, then presumably Scrooge just started getting him the nutrition that he needed. Yeah, right. And yeah. and, and he was fine. Yeah. <laughs> Question B, and I guess this was, did it happen in the book? Does Tiny Tim's father refer to him as Tiny Tim? Yeah, they all, yeah, call, they him all call him Tiny Tim. They all call him Tiny Tim the whole time. Well, I mean, I guess he's like stunted because of his rickets. Because <laughs> of his rickets. <laughs> stunted with rickets. Oh, so why is the youngest son shafted and all the other kids are fine? It's like, ah, Tiny Tim, you know. Well, yeah, he is, is the youngest, true. so we give him, obviously, the least. <laughs> Well, maybe. Well, here's what it probably what it is: is that the others, when they were growing up, 
there was less of them. Yeah, there so were the fewer mean, children. There was fewer to feed. So by the time it got to him, they were scraped way thinner. And since he's the youngest, he gets the most malnutritioned because he's never had good nutrition. But also, why are their parents making the choice to call their child out on one of his things that makes him different? To everyone, <laughs> you're tiny. Uh, that's a really good, no, that's a come good on, valid come on question. A lot. <laughs> I did, and I really think we should hold a seance right now to ask the ghost of Charles Dickens <laughs> why he, he was why, why he made that decision. I thought the same thing though. I was like, they, they call him Tiny Tim. That's kind of funny, you know. It's like you know, it's like if your son, if your child has, a, they could have might as well, yeah, call coughs a lot or limpy, <laughs> yeah. limpy Tim. Like, what are you, like, what are you, Tim? You're smaller than you should be. Just want you to never, <laughs> for, never forget that. <laughs> we will make sure you never forget by only ever referring to you in, in reference to your stature. And whose fault is it? Mostly ours. <laughs> Mostly ours. <laughs> you probably shouldn't even be here, but we couldn't stop having children. Uh, I The only other thing I had was, it was this little moment that we never noticed, and I think Sam pointed it out. Yeah, he did. Because <laughs> the, the Swedish chef makes an appearance for like a split oh God. second. God. And in that moment, the Swedish chef has human hands. Just yeah. straight up human hands. Does he always? Does no, he I don't know. I don't think so. I've never noticed that before. I, I'm pretty positive. And now, I, now I can't unsee it, though. I'm pretty positive that he does not always have human... Oh, wait, maybe he does because he cooks. So he, need, they, like, he needs they human hands. I've got a YouTube video here that has him cooking. Yeah. Oh, yes, oh he does have human hands. So he always has human hands. I never does noticed. That. Maybe not always. Maybe there are some scenes where he... But yeah. like this this is a very different scene. I see a bunch of images where... And he, he very clearly has human hands in order to Maybe manipulate... Maybe whatever he's got to do, his like, like, yeah. scenes. Yeah. yeah, I bet if living like promotional photos and stuff, he's got Muppet hands. Yeah. Yeah, and, and certain scenes where he's not yeah, yeah. chefing it up. Okay. <laughs> Uh, my another note I had. I don't like watching Kermit walk at all. <laughs> not his legs. Something about those legs and the way it's shot. I just not a fan. I like too frog like. Yeah. Frog shouldn't be up. So have up. you ever seen the original Muppet movie? Yeah, probably because way he a long rides time. a bike in that. I don't ever. Wild. I cannot see that. I absolutely <laughs> cannot see that. But I am also googling it right now. Kermit rides the frog. Bike. Writing a bike. I got writing and then writing a bike. Did you need to put Kermit the Frog? <laughs> oh no, I don't like this already. I bet they're real all over the place. They're so long. Oh no, don't give me a close up. <laughs> Look at those weird legs. I don't like that. I really, I really don't. That's that's not okay. The thing is, they're as long as they should be. Yeah, <laughs> I guess they are. Yeah. They're very appropriately yeah. sized frogs. What is the pro- no, 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 no. They're lengthwise. I think the thing that is how spindly they oh, are. Because yeah, frog legs are like frog, muscular. Yeah. Like they have like they're girth meaty. to them. That's why people eat them. Yeah. The top parts are. Yeah, the top. Yeah, yeah. the thigh mm-hmm. area. And like, I just don't like how like long and spindly and weird. And like when he walks, he like bounces. I don't know. Something about it just <laughs> is very off-putting to me. I just like when he's like behind a desk so we just see his well while we're having a seance why don't we go ahead and raise jim henson we can ask him all right well if we're we're asking him that question i have the question of questions for jim henson or i don't know he wasn't involved in this so brian henson who's still alive uh i want to ask him about the science of uh kermit and miss piggy having children (laughs) and why all the female children are just straight up pigs and why all the male children are just straight up frogs I think that's actually done in 
in like movies and stuff when you have like yeah. two different animals. Uh, yeah, I is think it? that's a pretty common what, trope. Whatever the sex of the mom is, that's what the, the, yeah. the daughters right. will be. That it's makes sense. Because it's Shrek. easier than deformity. <laughs> it's just this, like... What does Shrek do? Remember when we were, was it Shrek the third that was on TV oh, a yeah. couple weeks ago? And the donkey and the dragon have babies, and they're like weird dragon-donkey hybrids. Yes, that's right. Gross. And I was like, that's weird. It is weird, but I don't know. It's just, I was like, why... It doesn't make any sense. I mean, I get it for simplicity's sake. Yeah. You don't want to make weird ab- abominations. I mean, spend money on another puppet. Pig frog <laughs> hybrids. Like, I get it. But, like, it's just, I don't know. Just think of how top heavy and then those long legs, Brian. You don't want those oh. things mixed together. <laughs> it was like a. You know that piggy tops, uh, frog bottoms. Frog bottoms. <laughs> I am not on board with that at all. This is, this is haunt my nightmares. Those things were a whole school yep. band of them riding bikes at me. <laughs> Got a real lollipop situation going on. <laughs> no, thank you. Did you have anything else, Katie, before we get to the final um, Something I kind of wanted to talk about. It's a thing that I really like about this story, and I didn't realize that the book was going to be the same way. Mm-hmm. But it's not particularly religious. Oh. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I mean, there's the, the, the there's culminal some or... mentions of like going to church, right. blah blah blah. Um, but like the line, the line about like blind men seeing and lame men walking is really the most religious that it ever gets. Yeah, like they never actually say Jesus. Yeah, Other anywhere the, in yeah. this story. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the 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 final line is. You know, God, so like bless, God bless but it's, it. it's sure, a generic. But that, yeah, like, that's you know. a generic. Yeah. you know. No, but yeah, but the message is about just being a better person, yeah, and not I mean, like it's, a, it's as opposed not, to like some of the other like, ones. It's not like oh, the reason for the season is Jesus. Right, it's, it's the reason for the season is to be good and kind and to treat your and human and fellow humans yeah. like yeah, humans. It's a, it's a good message. Yeah, it's a nice message for yeah. If you're not into the whole Jesus thing, or if you are, but it's still a good message. It's not a bad message no, for anybody. It's not a bad message for anybody, but it's nice because there are a lot yeah. of Christmas movies where, you know, it's very centric right. on, the, on Judeo-Christianity. This is very much just like, yeah, yeah. be nice. Be, don't be a dick. Just don't be a dick, the Christmas movie. <laughs> so that's nice. All right, it's time for the final verdict. Um, Katie. This is actually a really pretty faithful adaptation, except for some small changes. I'm going to give it to the book. Okay, good. <laughs> I was going to come at you if you gave a Muppet anything a better version than the original. As good as that Muppet I think thing it's could a, be. It's a really good adaptation. Like, it actually is yeah, a yeah. really good adaptation. It's faithful. and it. Yeah. yeah. But Have you I seen a Muppet you. Moby Dick? It's, <laughs> it's pretty compelling stuff. Giant foam whale. I hope, you know, they need to get Michael Caine to play <laughs> Captain Ahab. You know what? He'll do, he'll do it. But he's not going to treat it like there's Muppets. He's not doing anything Muppety. <laughs> it's him with real people and real whale. <laughs> it's a real problem. Nothing Muppety you know, going on. I, I don't know if there was ever a better choice for Scrooge. No, and we, we talked about this on a prequel episode when I brought that line up. You know, it, it sounds like a curmudgeonly thing to say, but it actually makes a lot of sense for the, to give the movie the kind of sort like of... to um, ground it. To ground it yeah. the way it does yeah. is to have his, his, his uh, portrayal of Scrooge be so like, yes, I'm doing Shakespeare... It, it grounds, because it would just be a silly... He can't accept any of the silliness yeah. that's going on. Yeah, and especially yeah. with Scrooge, yeah, because he is such a curmudgeon anyways, yeah. playing it like you're going to be a curmudgeon, like, as, you know, you're as an actor being like, I'm not acknowledging mm-hmm. any of this shit, actually makes a lot of sense and works really well for the movie. And it adds, like I said, a lot of pathos to it yeah. that wouldn't be there without 
if he did it like more stupidly. There's like, a real quick comment on the one thing that I forgot of, which was the saddest thing in the whole <laughs> movie. What's that? It's like when I think it's when Kermit or whatever Cratchit <laughs> comes home, and then the shot. After he walks in the door, the shot keeps going, and there's just this little bunny rabbit who I assume is going, oh, yeah. who, is, who I assume is dead in the morning. Isn't that like not- just shaking, never addressed again? Like there's no, not a happy see, ending. No, we see he's the same him. one at the end it's that he sends one. to get the turkey. I don't know. Uh, it's the, it's the same rabbit. Might be a brother. <laughs> there not are sure a lot of that them. guy. They do tend to make a lot of them. When they- I saw that, and I know there's just a little man under there shaking that <laughs> stick to make this thing freeze to death, but, like, that got me. Yeah, yeah. It's a good moment. It's a good, yeah. It's a terrible moment. I mean, well, I well, say- maybe that's how they decided to replace the starving, ignorance, and want children. Yeah. yeah just with, a sad With a sad, bunny. dying bunny. <laughs> Wrapped in newspapers. Wrapped in newspapers, shivering away. All right, Katie. It's kind of a dark story, Sam. It so, really is. It is. The book is better, which is not it's a really it's a classic. And yeah. as good as the Muppet translation is, adaptation is, yeah, I it's hard pressed to beat Dickens. Yeah. So go read a Christmas Carol. It's pretty it's, short. It's, yeah, it's pretty pages. short. Um it's not a difficult read at all. Yeah. I mean Dickens is a little wordy. Obviously, we've experienced this. But it's really not a difficult read. Yeah. Um, And if you don't want to read it, there are multiple film versions to choose from. <laughs> there's a billion. We we gave you five to vote on, yeah. and, and there's, we only did one of them. So. I would assume with the descriptors, too, there's probably an eight-page clip notes that <laughs> yeah. you can probably read that yeah. really sums up yeah. all of it. <laughs> Knock right through it. Uh, but yes, what's our next episode, Katie? Our next episode, um, I believe after the new year is when that'll be posting. Yes. Yes. Yeah, sometime. Was going to be Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That's right. I forgot we were doing that. Slash Exciting. Willy Wonka and yes, the Chocolate we're Factory not doing because the they Chocolate. changed it to sell candy. Yes, and we're not uh, doing the Johnny Depp no, remake. We're, we're doing, doing the original. But that is interesting because I've heard that one is actually more faithful. More faithful. Yeah. yeah. It is a little bit. Yeah. Supposedly. Way. But I think that'll be more interesting for one that's not faithful, but is a better, more inter- or, or, yeah, a better movie. I think that'll be a make for a more interesting podcast. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll see. We'll find <laughs> out when we get there. But until then, guys, keep reading books, keep watching movies. And anything else, Kenny, before we go? Have a Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and a Happy Holidays because this comes out the couple week, a week before Christmas. So, yeah. see you guys later. Say bye, Sam. Always, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>